Show and thank you for listening. I'm here with my friend Mildred the Moo Cow. Hi, Pinky. How are you? I'm so good because I'm so excited, Mildred, because there are two things today. Oh, okay. Go ahead. It's Friday. Yeah. Okay, Pinky. Like you have a job. No, I know. Okay. But anyway, you know what the other thing is. Yes, I do, but why, why don't you tell our listeners? Today is Arbor Day. It's Arbor Day. That's tr- that's a tree. It's the day you plant a tree. Everybody's supposed to plant a tree on Arbor Day. Yeah, that's right. And do you, do you know how Arbor Day started? No, I do not. Would you like me to tell you? Yes, please. Well, Arbor Day started in 1872, in Nebraska. Oh, in Nebraska. Right, and the gentleman who started it, his name was Julius Sterling Morton. Nice name. Right, and what he did, he came up with the idea, and everyone got together in the state of Nebraska, and they planted one million trees in 1872. On that day? On Arbor Day? Yes, on Arbor Day. No, that's beautiful. That's a million trees. That's a lot of trees. Right? And then if you had a football field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you had 12,000 football fields. That would hold a million trees? That's right. That's a lot of trees. That's great. And Julius had a son, and he named his son Joy. He named his son Joy? He did. It's kind of like a boy named Sue. What? No, never mind. Okay. So anyway, Pinky, it turned into like a child, a school project on Arbor Day. Oh, neat. And they decided to make it always on the last Friday in April. Yeah, so the kids could plant the tree, and then they they could watch the tree, and they 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 could grow. Sorry, I stuttered a little bit. That's oh, okay. I don't mind. Okay, good. And then they they would grow up next to the trees, and they grow up together. I know that's really sweet. That's very sweet. Okay, and then so, and I remember that um, the trees are really important because they they create the oxygen. That's right. That, and then the oxygen helps to create the atmosphere on, on our planet Earth. That's right, because the trees take in the uh, carbon dioxide and then they turn it into oxygen. And then the humans and the animals, and animals too, they make carbon dioxide, especially the cows. Okay. Yeah, and then... The humans and the animals make, they let out the carbon dioxide and then the trees take in the carbon carbon dioxide and, you know, you know what I'm saying. Right, it's a circle. It's a circle between the carbon dioxide and the oxygen. So the trees are extremely important to our planet. 
Yes, they are. And we're going to plant trees today. We're going to plant We're going to plant eight trees. You are? Yeah, we're going to plant all the same trees. There is called a quaking aspen tree. Oh yeah, those are beautiful. Yes, and what this is what Tom, Farmer Tommy right now he's taking his backhoe and he's digging like this long trench, and then he's gonna fill it with the soil. But the, because here's the thing, the aspens they run they put out these little side shoots to go under the ground, and then they start new trees all by themselves. But um, so but if you loosen up soil, it makes it easier for them. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. Yeah, what are they called, those little runners? Oh, that's called a rhizome. Yeah, a rhizome. They go side by side. Right, they they grow laterally. Yeah, and then, and then it makes a whole bunch more aspen trees, the quaking aspen trees. And they call them a quaking aspen tree because when the wind blows, the little leaves, they kind of shake. They tremor like a quake. Right, and do, do you know why? No, I do not. Well, it's because the the little the 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 piece that attaches the leaf to the stem to the twig to the tree that that little spot right there that's it's flat, so it's not round, so it's flat. So when the wind hits it, it makes it move. Oh yeah, they look so pretty, and and then 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 you can hear them in the wind and make their little sounds. They're very pretty. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. And when they and then in the fall, autumn time, they lose their leaves to aspens. Right, the wind blows them off. Yeah, and and I remember that's a deciduous tree. Oh, very good, Pinky. Yeah, we did a podcast about autumn leaves a long time ago. Right. Anyway, and so, but here's the thing: the deciduous trees. The aspens like to grow in the cool weather, and they grow next to the conifers. You remember? Yeah, the conifers, they, they don't lose their leaves. This is like the ones with the cones, the pine cones and stuff, because they like the cold weather, too, like the aspens. Right. But, you know, Pinky, you were talking about the root systems that go off to the sides. They're lateral. Yeah. Well, they have found these root systems um, in Utah, because what happens, even though the trees die off eventually, the root systems stay there and it just keeps rejuvenating the whole aspen colony. And they found this um, in Utah. They named it Pando. It's this aspen grove and it's 80,000 years old. What? Yeah, it's because of the runners under the ground. They just keep sprouting and sprouting. I love that. Right, and the, a, a new tree can sprout like a hundred feet away from the parent tree. Yeah, that's neat. Right, and do you know how tall the aspen can get? I don't know. They can they can grow between fifty feet and a hundred feet tall. That's tall trees. And I know I I see the the, the deer. They they eat they eat the leaves. Right, the deer and the elk. Yeah, the elk. Yeah, Ron, he's an elk. Right. And then the moose and then the beaver. They eat the leaves and they eat the bark. Yeah, they got to eat. Right. But, you know, that's the beauty of an aspen grove. I think that's the word. 
Yeah, aspen grove. Right, if the fire comes through and burns them all, they still have that rhizome system under the ground, and that's why they keep coming back. Yeah, that's nice. And we're going to plant. We're planting eight aspens this afternoon. One tree for each of us in our family because we have four people and four animals. There's Farmer Tommy and Lady Lynette, and then Robert and Penelope. They're the brother and sister. Take care of me. And then the animals, is, we have the dog, our doggy Buckshot, and the cat is Puff, and Lavender is our little parakeet, and me, Pinky the Pig. That'll be fun, a nice, nice celebration. Yeah, I'm excited. Happy Arbor Day. Happy Arbor Day. Do you have a little poem, please? Okay. Okay. This poem was written by Lenore Hetrick, titled The Gift of the Tree. Trees offer to those who love them a message of peace and rest. They bring the glow of the setting sun as it vanishes in the west. They tell of years that swiftly pass with little mark or scar. They tell of evenings that know naught but calm of evening star. Trees offer to those who love them infinite wisdom and grace. Underneath their boughs, tree lovers see eternity's face. Oh, yeah, nice, Mildred. The very sweet poem, thank you. And you have a wonderful weekend and happy Arbor Day. Thank you, Pinky. Happy Arbor Day. I love you. I love you.